The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Web Website Health Week on the Voices of Search podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what you need to know to understand and optimize the health of your digital properties. Joining us for Website Health Week is Ashley Berman-Hale, who is the Vice President of Professional Services at DeepCrawl, which is a company that empowers the world's leading brands to harness their full revenue potential through the one initiative most businesses overlook, technical SEO. In addition to providing us with our guest today, DeepCrawl is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. So far this week, Ashley and I have talked about the importance of website health. And yesterday we talked about the SEO funnel and why it impacts the health of your website. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about what the required resources are for maintaining a healthy website. All right, here's the third installment of Website Health Week with Ashley Berman-Hale from DeepCrawl. Ashley, happy hump day and welcome back to Website Health Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, we've made it to the middle of the week. I love it. We're at the peak the top of the mountain, and it's all downhill from here. Take that as you will. Yes, let's do it. We've climbed a steep hill. We've covered a lot of ground talking about why the health of your website matters, not only to SEOs, but to everyone in your organization. And yesterday, we went through DeepCrawl's SEO funnel framework, talking about what you need to build your SEO house, your foundation, your architecture, all the way through building a great experience for your users. Today, I want to talk about a little bit of the tools that you need, right? When we think about building great SEO, technical SEOs, the foundation, you work your way through framing all the way into your content and then your experience, making sure that people can get from point A to point Z, put something in their cart, purchase it, sign up for your white papers, whatever your end call to action is. There's got to be a toolkit here, right? We have our hammer, our screwdriver, our drill when we're using our house metaphor. What are the important tools that SEOs need to maintain their website health? Got it. So I'm going to go into the literal tool sets, but then I want to talk about a a bigger kind of human-focused tool set. So bear with me. For an SEO to keep that website healthy, I'm biased here. I work for DeepCrawl for a reason. I love getting large data sets, regularly trending it, seeing what's changing on my website, especially with large enterprise sites. It's hard to know. So that is going to be something that has been key for me that I've learned to integrate into every site that I've managed and every account that I've I've been on. I need to know at scale. So the first thing is finding a way for you to be able to know at scale what's going on on your website uh, so you don't have to hunt it down and spend time because chances are you have a lot more to offer your business rather than just hunting down little bugs. Other different things in a tool set to make it healthy is to understand how the heck you're doing in the eyes of Google or Bing. So being webmaster tools, Google Search Console, those are excellent ways, Google Analytics, that you can get information for free directly from them on how you're doing, how you're showing up, 
what keywords they're associating you with, what rich snippets they've picked up, what risks you have, security and otherwise. I love Google Search Console. I know for some folks, they may consider it overly simple. For other folks, they may ignore it. And for other folks, it's too complicated. I would say get to know it and spend time in there. It is one of the most valuable tools that I think everybody has access to. And I would get everybody in your team access to, marketers, C-level, etc. If they've got 15 minutes to spend in there, they're going to find something interesting and useful. And then folks will use different tools that are important to them, depending on what their goals are. I'm not much of a backlink gal. I understand that it's important to a certain degree. I tend to shy away for anything offsite. There's also a lot of interesting content stuff that's being done. I'm trying to be careful, like knowing exactly to talk about. But obviously with backlinks, I look at Ahrefs and S and SEMrush a lot and Majestic. With content, I love what SEMrush does where they do keyword layover as you're doing competitive searches, stuff like that. Knowing that I'm not the content person, I'm not writing it, but even just me visualizing that is really important. They can take your site, three other sites, and they can tell me where I'm weak or missing that they're doing well. So ultimately, GSC is the best place to start. Have a crawler if you have an enterprise site. To me, that's a no-brainer. And then after that, it's going to be really specific tools to what your missions are. So to summarize some of what you said, there's really three buckets of tooling that you need. One, I'll say, is your your technical tooling. Throw a deep crawl in there where you've got to crawl. You're understanding what is happening from the technical perspective with your site. Two, you're looking at how the platforms view not only your site's technical SEO, but also your content. And so that's your Google Search Console, uh, Webmaster Tools, what have you. And then three, you're looking at essentially a content platform, your Ahrefs, your SEMrushes, search metrics of the world to understand not only a little bit about what's happening from the technical perspective, but primarily those tools are what content is performing? What should you focus on? What should you be building and writing next? I want to double click into the technical stuff before we move on to the human element that you say, because I am a content marketer, not a technical SEO. So when I hear my company needs a crawl, my head goes to, what do you mean we need a crawl? Like Google crawls the website. What, what does that mean? And what's the purpose of having your own crawler? So for content folks... I would like to, if I was in your shoes, it would be important for me to understand the depth that it takes to get to the content that you've written and loved. What are the titles being picked up? Descriptions, H ones. I want, I would want to see out of, let's say, 5,000 pages of my site, there's this one subsection of the site that's doing very well, clickwise, right? It's getting a lot of traffic. What's different between that and maybe another section that you've spent twice as much, whether it's time or money, writing the content there? So being able to understand the underlying architecture or if it's how much content is written, in what way, if it's a design template, there's going to be a lot of ways just to first make sure it's available and it's being picked up and that you're not missing out on opportunities, as well as then to analyze what's going well and what's not and how you can use that data to be able to just make more data-driven decisions on the content you want next. And I will say like crawlers are great. I love them. I know that for enterprise tools, like I think DeepCrawl is a no-brainer, but not everyone has access to that. I'm going to promote Screaming Frog as well. Dan and his team do great stuff and they are, you know, have a free version or a lot more accessible to small versions. I believe the data should be available to everyone. So toss it. So tell me a little bit more about what that data is. I've I've got a couple of small websites, voicesofsearch.com obviously being one. And I sit around, I look at Google Search Console every once in a while, and I could see that. 
Yeah, I got some pages that uh, get some search traffic and other ones that just don't see the light of day. When you conduct a crawl, you mentioned while you're looking at some of the H1s, you know, what are the outcomes and really what's the purpose of those tools specifically? So DeepCrawl has over 200, 250 different metrics that it looks at and lots of like beautiful filters, custom regex, JavaScript insertions. Basically, if you're looking for it, chances are I can find it, whatever you want to see. But some of our mainstays are, you know, first we look at site hygiene, which brings us all the way back to Monday. Do you remember Monday? I do. Seemed like a year ago, but that could be like when we're looking at a site, Benjamin, like, let's say you have 200 pages. How many of those are pages that are live and indexable? Is it 30 or 40 or is it 190? Am I crawling a bunch of pages that redirect or are failed or a duplicate or non-indexable? So we start with that hierarchy. You can see source gaps. How come I'm getting traffic to pages that are not crawlable? So let's say Google sending some traffic. Well, not crawlable, not easily linked. So um, how come I'm getting traffic to pages that are kind of orphans? That means Google sees value in them even without our strongest links or our strongest signals. So maybe if I plug those in, they'll shoot right up. So you're going to get everything from those top level views all the way down to... I mean, whether it comes to content or configuration, do I have short H1s or doubles? Do I have my social tagging in place? How about security? Do I have any HTTP pages that are rendering that could have sensitive information that's passed? Have I managed pagination well enough? We go all the way through internal links, one of my favorite areas, structured data. You can integrate GSC, GA, Adobe Analytics to get some of that traffic information. And we do a lot with mobile parity. I'm going to say my favorite a lot, a real cheese ball for that. I'm sorry. I just love data. I get very excited about it. But we can also plug in with log files. So that's a really good way for you to see what pages you think are valuable versus what pages Google is actually hitting on a regular basis. I don't think log files are required for every site, but it sure is interesting when you have access to them because like making assumptions about user behavior... I can make assumptions about what bots are hitting what pages most consistently, and I'm almost always wrong. So look at the data. Performance, so everything from those core web vitals. I love Google's PageSpeed and Lighthouse tools to look at that, but it's hard to do it at scale. So crawling and having some of that in place, like a deep crawl will allow you to go in and then see what sections of the site are slower. Or if I know if I've done the work and I know that maybe there's this font package or this type of image that is slowing down your page, I can tell you exactly what pages on your whole site they're on. So you are going to get information that is comprehensive at scale and goes from the big picture of site hygiene all the way down to the little nuts and bolts. So when we're talking about the required resources for web health, it's tooling is obviously an important one. We've got our three buckets, our technical, our platform, our content tooling, but it's more than that. There's also resources that are required for the operators, the people side. Talk to me a little bit about the human side of resourcing your website health? Sure. So when it comes to resourcing, the first of all, like the first thing is that you need to invest in people. And I don't think that everyone needs to come with 10, 20 years of experience, but I think finding the right personalities, whether it's that curiosity or tenacity or ability to educate is going to be really important. And then as you think about an infrastructure, like a platform of humans and how to get things in place, The first thing I think of is transparency, right? So that is every team has to sort of open their toolkit a little bit, whether it's sharing data 
or whether it's actions that they've been taking or failures that they've experienced. There needs to be some sort of common place where that data lives. The second part is education. I think every SEO knows that half their job is education and that should continue in a positive way. It's not always making the point to argue for the resources, but it should continue through researching and actionable language to keep bringing people together and how we can support their, you know, support your business as a whole. I think knowing your landscape, snoop competitors. Again, I love deep crawl because I just get to snoop on sites and get a ton of data, but be aware of it. Think about the types of keywords that folks might use to find you, see what's showing, go play on their site on your phone without Wi-Fi. Is their experience better or faster? And then finally, everything you do has to be tied to KPIs. Like we all have to be contributing to the health of the business to keep a job and to be able to have the resources to innovate. So that's the the human platform as well. We want to build that out across teams so that we're all pulling toward the same goal and that we can be accountable for where we're spending our time and money. You know, I said SEO is not a marketing thing. It's not a direct ROI, but it's going to be contributing to KPIs in a way that's going to sustain the site long-term. You know, as you think about what resources are required for your website health, it's easy to look at the tools. It's easy to think, I need to crawl. I need to be able to figure out what my competitors are doing. I need to be understand how Google views my site. Let's think about doing some content analysis as well. Those are the table stakes. But it's not only that simple. It's You need the operators to be able to analyze that data. You need to be able to communicate what's happening with the rest of your organization to get the resources to build the best behaviors within your organization to make sure that you're not only considering what's happening from a technical perspective, you're producing great content, and you're thinking about what that user experiences all the time. The resources for building your website health are not just technical, they're human as well. And that wraps up this episode of Website Health Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Ashley Berman-Hale, the VP of Professional Services at DeepCrawl for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Ashley and DeepCrawl's tips to effectively understand and evaluate the health of your website, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about website health for enterprise scale. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Ashley, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is Berman Hale, that's B-E-R-M-A-N-H-A-L-E, or you could visit her company's website, which is deepcrawl.com, D-E-E-P-C-R-A-W-L.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thank you.